Have you heard the story about the doctor who completed a woman's examination despite the constant interruption of the woman's husband? Well, the exa- after the examination, she called the husband aside for a private talk. The doctor told him, Your wife needs a lot of peace and rest. Here are some sleeping pills. He asked, How often should I give them to her? The doctor replied, The pills are for you, not for her. Since my wife is sitting right there, I had to change the story around. Usually it's about a man and a woman, you know, what can I say? You know, the the readings today are so rich, so much. You know, I was looking at these little children as they were leaving, and I was here also just before six this morning and watching how comfortable the children are in Jesus' arms with the sun shining through. This is such a peaceful place in the morning, a wonderful way to start a Sunday morning. You know, in today's gospel, Jesus invites all of us who are weary and stressed out and often find life to be burdensome, to be at peace and refreshed. Whatever other burdens we bear, Jesus invites us to come to him for peace and rest. He tells us that his yoke and burden is easier and lighter than ours. The yoke mentioned in today's gospel is probably an unfamiliar concept to many of you. Modern farmers typically use tractors, not animals, though my father used horses when he was a very young lumberjack to haul lumber out of the woods. His horses had collars that fit over their strong shoulders of the animals to harness their power, their weight, and their strength to haul those logs. In later years, my brothers and I enjoyed the relative comfort of my father's truck. If any of you are familiar with the Beverly Hillbillies or the Grapes of Wrath, that's what the truck looked like. It didn't have a cab. But there was real beauty, you know, in this cooperative venture of these horses. The collars and their components permitted these horses to do, to accomplish something that they couldn't do alone. It channeled their power toward a desirable end, carrying that lumber to the waiting truck. The workhorses didn't seem to mind the task, and I imagine they were very happy to be fed and taken care of. We modern-day Americans tend to avoid anything that constrains our freedom, don't we? Hmm. We want to go our own way and do, as they say in the 60s, our own thing. But experience and example teaches us that our own liberated pursuits don't always lead to contentment, only a desire for more and more and more things. Yet our faith teaches us that when we submit ourselves to the truths of the church or any truth for that matter, we truly become free. You know, we spend years in school learning grammar and hopefully it shows up when we're preaching. Uh, Also, we learn rules of the road so that we don't crash into other people. There are rules and those rules actually, if we get them down really well, help free us, don't they? Hmm. I think that's what Jesus is teaching us in the gospel today. You know, 
when we experience everything that Jesus is doing for us, we are working for Him, not doing our own thing. After all, who doesn't have a boss or two or three? But I believe that this yoke that Jesus gives us connects us to Him and to the purposes that please Him and His Father. In those purposes, we will find our own fulfillment. Despite our pain and anguish, our striving and clamoring, we cannot bring forth life or even contentment. By following our own desires, we can't do it. You know, salvation we have not achieved for the earth. The inhabitants of the world cannot bring it forth. It takes God. Yes, our hope lies in being connected with the yoke of Christ. And this is the path to freedom. He has carried the eternal burden of our sins. You can see that right on the crucifix. He has been chastised and he has suffered in our place. In him, there is always available to us a place of light and refreshment where we can unload our sins and be given new life. Sacrament of reconciliation. We Christians, hmm, however, believe that turning to the Lord will not make all of our troubles and struggles suddenly just disappear, but it does make life's difficulties much more manageable and easier to deal with. Just think of it. When we turn to God, He always comforts us and gives us the strength to face what life throws at us, and we are able to rest or abide in His comfort. Don't we sometimes feel like we need to have control of everything in our lives and we don't need God's help? But isn't it then that we lose sight of how totally and utterly dependent we are on a loving and understanding and powerful God? Where else would we put our trust? You know, this very idea that we don't need to always turn to God and depend on Him is pure fantasy. And I'm always awakened from this when something outside of my control throws a wrench into my life. It's in these situations that I become acutely aware of how much I really need God's love and guidance. We should always lean on the Lord and depend on Him because He sustains us in a way that we cannot sustain ourselves. Let's not wait for some unforeseen obstacle to come along and force us to realize our dependence upon God. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary, and find life burdensome, and I will refresh you. You know, we Catholics believe that Jesus, right here at the Mass, today and every day, invites us to come to him and be refreshed with spiritual food and drink. Yes, his sacred heart is so full of love for us that he wishes to share his very own body and blood with us. Hmm. My brothers and sisters, this is a salvation worth waiting for. We believe, yes, that Jesus was truly human in all things but sin. We also believe that God always has a warm and tender love for his people. Yes, for us. But isn't it more loving, more real for us to experience this love 
in the human heart and the love of Jesus Christ. Think about it. Jesus really lived, breathed, and moved and existed around us with all the burdens and difficulties that we have. Yes, we hear that Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and find life burdensome. And I'll help you. I'll give you rest. We believe that Jesus, right here at Mass, today and every day, invites us to come to him and be refreshed with that spiritual food and drink. His sacred heart is so loving that he wishes to share his own body and blood. Yes, that is a salvation worth waiting for. Let us turn to him now in the sacrifice of the Mass. And after receiving Jesus in the Eucharist, let us go out on a mission, maybe even an adventure. We are missioned and commanded as the very image of God to carry that imago dei, that image of God, the King. We are like emissaries of that great King, and we carry His image out to the world. You and I are to do it confidently as priests, teaching right praise. Do it confidently as prophets, speaking truth, and do it confidently as kings. People on a mission. People on the march. As I was watching the children leave this morning, I just thought how that gospel reading of the children knowing who to put their trust in. A lot of times we don't put our trust in other people, but we can always put our trust in the Son of God. God bless you.